At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good afternoon. Welcome in. This is my guys of the desert here on the the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, not Matt Humans, filling in for him. Done for the weekend. He's actually going out. Got a nice trip planned, Vinny. I think it's Del Mar, LSU, UCLA. What a life Matt Humans lives, huh? I will tell you this. How do we get How do we Humans agent? Has he, uh, has he got any room for uh, for a couple of us? I mean, hey, yeah, I'm actually his agent, so you throw a couple shekels my way, and uh, <laughs> I'll take go. care of the hard stuff with Bill Lady and guys, yeah. all right? Uh, all right, well, we got a good show on tap today, a lot of college football coverage. We're going to have Kenny White join us in a couple of minutes to discuss everything he's looking at for the college football weekend, uh, which I would say, I know you don't like Week Zero, kicks off in earnest today. How about that? You week like that? one continues. How's that? No, it's, uh, it's great, JVT. We got... Uh, Football starting tonight, uh, right through Monday, oh. and uh, even though we had a cancellation today, still got it. Uh, we have five games plus some added games uh, to the board as well. So a terrific schedule, and you could tell as we came in here, plenty of action at the betting counter and on the phones. Yeah, what's good? By the way, what's uh, what's happening? Here at the South Point. Oh, so you're wondering why all this uh, tarping. Yeah, nobody can see it, but uh, there is yeah. a little bit of yeah. construction, a little dust around. It's actually uh, some uh, just uh, uh, maintenance. So uh, fresh carpet in some spots, but uh, mm-hmm. fresh wallpaper and paint. Wow. As well. Love, so, love the smell of fresh paint, huh? Michael uh, Michael Gong uh, keeps the place looking absolutely <laughs> terrific. It does. Absolutely. All right. So let's roll through because we have a lot of college football to get to. We'll get to those lines. We'll update those. Yep. Uh, but we did have <clears throat> a very big game, and I think these are all very big as we head down the stretch. We're in the final month of baseball. Mm-hmm. And the Philadelphia Phillies find themselves grasping at straws in the NL East. They're slowly making their way back. Uh, about, I'd say, Two weeks ago, is it now? But they had a series with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And right before that started, I took a little bit of plus 170 on the Phillies to win the NL East, given that they had the easiest schedule left in Major League Baseball. They got swept by Arizona. But they're on a roll here now. Right. And they can't stop winning. And sure enough, today, how about this? Down six to nothing to the Washington Nationals. Come storming back, played three in the top of the sixth, played four in the top of the eighth. And Philadelphia comes back to win seven to six over the Washington Nationals. Uh, This is a massive win in many instances, but for this Phillies team who looked like they were all but dead in the NL East because the Atlanta Braves couldn't stop winning, have now won six consecutive games and are just a game and a half back. JVT, you know, it's interesting. The The National League East is, uh, is the division of teams who look dead and yep. all of a sudden uh, rise uh, rise from the grave. The Braves did it uh, in the last month. Uh, the, the, the series you were referring to with the Diamondbacks, with the, with the Phillies, where they got swept down there. And then they lost the first one at home yeah. to the Diamondbacks. So it was four straight to the Diamondbacks. Of course, they had uh, one five straight coming into this one and now six straight and taking advantage of the fact that what happened to the uh, the Braves who were red hot and uh, oh wait they got swept by that team in Los Angeles so uh Dodgers uh, took care of them, and, uh, and uh, the Phillies took advantage of it. See, I'm a sample size guy, so I, I never lose hope, right? As long as there's time left. By the way, hope. we needed the Phillies today. This yeah. was a, a 23 cent move to the, uh, I'm sorry, a, a 13 cent move 
uh, to the uh, uh, to the Nationals here from seventy to fifty-seven. Well, you guys opened up a buck seventy on Philly. Buck huh? seventy on Philly, yeah. Wow. So uh, yeah, and then uh, the uh, well, the total flew over the. Uh, but the total under, believe it or not, slightly. So eight and yeah. a half. Nola and Espino uh, got the start in the pose one another today. Another up and down start for Nola, who statistically looks like a pretty good pitcher. He mm-hmm. does a lot of things that you like, uh, but the results have not been there. There's actually another guy like that uh, on the mound today. That would be Eduardo Rodriguez. But we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, also, that is final. Oakland and Detroit. Frankie Montas got the start here against the Detroit Tigers. And uh, I have a final of eight to six for the Oakland Athletics, Ben. Eight six uh, JVT and a big move to the A's today. Uh, I mean. They, they actually, they were up. I think they had a six-nothing lead in this game, and they had a, they were life and death. And uh, Tigers had to tie and run at the plate in the ninth inning, but uh, did move from a dollar seventy-five all the way closed at two ten. So a big move to the A's here, and this one uh, total on the game uh, from nine and a half to nine, and uh, the A's cover the run line. Uh, as well, minus a quarter. A game and a half back from Boston, who yesterday took one for my Tampa Bay Rays. I got these division mm. tickets, just sweating these out. Got to get these home. Now, the Rays, it looks pretty good here. Uh, I think very confident with seven games left and a little under a month left to go that they might get there. Uh, but Boston will be in action later again. They'll sweep up or finish up their series with Tampa Bay. But Oakland, a game and a half back, and they got to start getting something going. They're mm-hmm. off, I'm surprised. Their offense has been kind of shaky. Their pitching staff has been great, but not so much the offense. Well, you know, it, 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 they're not in sync either, but nope. the pitching staff were in the hitting. Right again, they had a 6 nothing lead here today, JVT, and uh, had a hang on for life and death. So, uh, But they did get it and covered the run line as well. It's Vinny Maiulo and Jonathan Von Tobel. It's my guys in the desert here on VCN, the Sports Buddy Network. Good afternoon. Welcome in. It is my guys in the desert here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Matt Humans, just gone for the next two days as he takes a trip out in California. If you watch LSU UCLA, I'm sure you'll see him in the stands, shirtless, cheering. Head on backwards. Uh, head on backwards. Right. Chest probably painted. Right. No, no, no doubt. No, no <laughs> of course. Doubt. He's a high energy guy, Matt. Ewan, <laughs> so you probably see a lot of that. That's Vinny Mayulo alongside as well. And today we get it really started. Yes, you know we had week zero. We make all the jokes about how you dislike it, Vinny. But uh, <laughs> a uh, a less than stellar card last weekend. We got football. That's all that matters. We got yeah. the crunching of the pads. We got pigskin. Uh, but today it really starts, and we get some really good contests today. So what has the action been like for you today uh, in terms of people coming up? I would assume. Look, some of these games are going to kick. But once people start getting off work and start heading out, the action is going to start to pick up a little bit. I'll tell you what, JVT, it's been very steady all day long. I was with uh, Chris Andrews and Jimmy Vaccaro uh, right before we came on the air. And Chris was commenting, and I I was in here this morning as well uh, with Patrick Maher uh, on the Lombardi line with uh, he and Michael Lombardi. Mm -hmm. And it's just been steady all day long. People know it's football. It's here. Um, great start. We had some baseball games, as we touched on in the first five. Uh, so some day baseball as well, even though it's getaway day. But it's all about football and, of course, uh, the added games as well. So you got a nice start, 4 o'clock. I kind of wish personally from a business standpoint that one of these games was uh, was at 6 and another one was yeah. going to be at 7. Uh, but the folks on the East Coast uh, get uh, get to see them and, uh, in an earlier time frame as well. Yeah, that would be, uh, if I'm picking nits, it would be the fact that we have like, what, like five, six games that are kicking off at like 4, 4.30. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the back end of the schedule. But it's not games that you really want, right? Southern Utah, Arizona State, UNLV, Eastern Washington, which uh, could provide some drama because the Rebels 
or a one and a half point underdog to Eastern Washington at home. And opened as two point favorites, so it's been uh, oh. really, really uh, one uh, one way action in that game. You guys opened them up to uh, what? What would you say? We used two. Some spots opened them up eleven and a half point favorites. Eleven and a half. Yeah, eleven, eleven and a half. Yeah. Well, I Safe you, to say that number has moved. I hope I hope you got some eleven and a half JVT, and uh, now you can uh, take some uh, or get get ready to get uh, get two. Tell you what, I wish I did because <laughs> I did not saw the opening number, but then by the time I had uh, fired up said app, it was already down to a single digits in favor of UNLV, and now uh, they are underdogs. So first, I think the first big game on the board, and I'll ask you this because this has been uh, it, it was actually a South Point game of the year line, and it has been moving quite a bit. Boise State and Central Florida. So mm-hmm. let me ask you about this. You guys opened Central Florida 10 in your game of the year lines. Right. Other spots opened about four after a lot of action. We are now back up to six and a half. So tell the tale here of what's been going on. Yeah, when we reopened at JVT, four and a half. But again, you're paying attention to... So let's let's talk about the exercise uh, of, of the games of the year, right? Which are done first, right? Very early, even before mm-hmm. week, uh, week one. So um, you're challenging yourself uh, as an odds maker and certainly a bookmaker uh, to to go up against some very respected opinions. This is the when you put up the games of the year that early uh, in in late May. You're, you're really you're, now you're looking at power ratings that are quite quite you know early. Let's right. let's Pretty face wrong, it. Yeah. And don't forget this year we had the transfer portal where there was still a lot a lot of movement going on on a daily basis really in the transfer portal with some with high quality players. So that said, uh, you're putting your opinion up against very respected opinions, professionals. Those are not, it's not you know uh, just the general public at, at the betting counter. They're very uh, they're, these are professional betters that are up there doing it too, and they're doing the same exercise. And you love because you're getting some early intel and measuring your power ratings against the pros out there. So great exercise uh, and uh, enjoyed it very much. But then when we reposted these games, uh, you're paying attention to how those games were bet. And when we reposted it, to your point, uh, four and a half. Now the game's up to six and a half. So uh, UCF money has come in. Uh, the total up to 67 and a half as well. So, uh, which I don't think there's any surprise that this game uh, is uh, uh, is as high as it is in terms of the total. And I think more uh, money's coming. The general public loves to bet points. They love U- yep. U- UCF and Boise State games. Uh, uh, they, they typically will bet them. Over and uh, there's no surprise that we're seeing uh, over money come in on this one here today. Well, you talked about respected voices and uh, names. Kenny White, a respected man uh, in this field, is nice enough to give us some time today. Uh, Kenny, we are going to talk about football, but I have to bring something up with you. Uh, the re- like I don't even know if it's a resurgence, whatever it is. Your social media campaign over the last month or so. With the TikToks, the Instagrams, <laughs> what is going? You you've been on fire, my friend. Well, thank you very little, JT. I, I appreciate I, I appreciate that, Vinny. Great to see you. Hey, uh, Kenny. I'll wait. You're hey. not doing that milk crate uh, TikTok, thing, right? You haven't. I haven't seen that yet. Please stay in one I, piece. Yeah, I have no. I have not, <laughs> TikTok. I haven't been on TikTok yet, but Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Hey, uh, JDT. When you when you print thirty six thousand magazines, uh, you got to try to sell them some way somehow. I'll do it wherever I got to do it. I stand on the corner with a sign. Please buy a magazine. Hey, you're doing a great job. Uh, I think it's brilliant. You've been everywhere, so I think you're doing a wonderful job. So let's start. Speaking of going everywhere, we're going to get to some of the games uh, that you have on your list, but just want to ask your opinion really quickly because when you see a, a number like the Central Florida game that you know opens up 10 in the game of the year lines, gets down to as low as four, now we're back to six and a half. You know, what's your read in terms of your power ratings as a good number for this side here because uh, the market has been all over the place? 
Yeah, I'm telling you, Chris and Vinny and the guys down at South Point did a great job with some of these games because Vinny was explaining it exactly right. That early out, trying to put a number on these games uh, is is very difficult to do. Uh, my, my number was a little bit lower. I, I had uh, Central Florida 2 over Boise. Um, I don't like it as much now because the you know brand new head coach for Boise State, uh, Andy Avalos, is his first rodeo basically as a head coach. That's got to be worth a couple points. I could adjust my number um, up to four and a half, five, and I think that's probably the right betting number in this game. But I couldn't argue being six, six and a half because it is on the road. And uh, UCF is a great team. They got a great quarterback, but uh, Boise still got a lot of good players. It's going to be a great game, but I'm sure, you know, the number's been up this long. South Point and everybody else is probably getting great two-way betting. Yep. Kenny White with us. All right, let's take a look at some of the games that are on your board. You got something, Vinny? Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I was just going to go to uh, some of Kenny's, yeah, ahead, uh, Kenny's selections here. And one of the things that Kenny does such a terrific job is, like a lot of pros, is not just the games uh, on, the, on the regular rotation that we'll call it, that we're, we just re- referenced uh, Boise and Central, uh, which is now the first game on the schedule because the Temple-Rutgers game got moved to, uh, to Saturday. But uh, the added games, uh, the extra games today, that Kenny does a great job with. Uh, Kenny, uh, your thoughts on the uh, the Citadel Coastal Carolina 35 uh, on the game itself, but you've got an opinion on the first half of this game. Yeah, I, li- I really like this Coastal Carolina team. Who who wouldn't? They're a top 25 team. They return almost everybody from last year that means anything to this team. Uh, that went 11 and one. They lost their last game to Liberty 34-37 in the bowl. What a great bowl game that was. Uh, they're playing a Citadel team who actually. You know, Citadel's a military academy. They're Army, Navy, Air Force. They run the they run the triple option. Uh, they don't get high recruits. It's all academic kids. They work real hard. They're very disciplined in what they do. But when when you have three weeks, four weeks to prepare for their offense, it's much easier. And Coastal Carolina's got a terrific defense with everybody coming back. And last year, Citadel was outscored in the first half, 258 to 87. Uh, they, they they trailed Clemson 49 nothing at the half. Uh, that was Clemson. But the second half was 0-0. And you know what? For a team that got outscored by more than 175 points, by 17 points a game last year, they outscored their opponents in the second half. So I'm betting Coastal minus 23 in the first half. I hope they win by 35 because I'm going to jump all over Citadel in the second half plus points in this game because everybody – Everybody lets up off the gas pedal against Citadel, and Citadel will get better, and they'll continue to play hard. They actually could win the second half. Kenny White with us. All right, let's go to some of the big games on the board. Clemson, Georgia. Uh, Georgia, as we know, skill positions, the depth pretty beat up, but there are some rumblings there, Kenny, uh, that some key players for Clemson might also not be available in this matchup over the weekend. What's your read here? Clemson three with a total of 51 dominating the board right now. Yeah, Clemson and Clemson and Alabama are definitely in a different stratosphere when it comes to recruiting. That it's all five-star guys. It, it's they just bring in tremendous athletes. And uh, Dabo Sweeney is one of the best recruiters in the country. Let alone uh, his preparation and his in-game planning. The defense I've got ranked second best D-line, first best linebacker, second best secondary, the best defense in the country. Uh, if Georgia has a weakness, it's the offensive line. They're going to start two redshirt freshmen. And they have five redshirt freshmen in the two deep on that offensive line. I don't really trust JT Daniels. Um, I, I think that uh, DJU, uh, with experience he got last year filling in for Trevor Lawrence, is going to be big for him. Um, I've got a 14-point difference in my power innings between these two teams. Um, I, I think Clemson will definitely 
uh, throw a nice number on this. Now, one thing Clemson's been chewing on uh, for, for about eight months now is they allowed uh, 40-something points, 50 points to uh, mm-hmm. Ohio State. Yeah. This defense is mad, mad, and they are that good. You're going to see a great performance out of this defense in this game. Yep, Kenny, uh, uh, it's uh, it's interesting, JVT, to Kenny's point, too, comparing what he makes the number and then, uh, to what not only what, what we hung, and but how the game has moved as well. So good exercise uh, for the folks and good information for the folks that are listening. Kenny, tomorrow uh, the game we, we get started with a 3 o'clock Pacific start, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, North Carolina from 5 to 5.5 now here. We'll probably see 6 at this point, one of the better uh, quarterbacks in the country. We had a great quarterback class this year in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not so sure it'll be. It won't. It won't be as deep next year. Uh, but Jones for uh, North Carolina is certainly going to get a look. But uh, Carolina now the Tar Heels, Kenny at five and a half in this one in the total sixty four. Yeah, I've got a high opinion on North Carolina having fourth best team in the country, and it's because of Sam Howell, their quarterback. I rated him 13 points above the college quarterback, which is my highest quarterback rating. Um, that he may be a little pressure on him, but. You know what? Maybe not because maybe he's an underdog. He's an underdog to win the Heisman now. He's an underdog maybe be the first pick. I think he's going to win both the Heisman and be the first quarterback selected. He's got a great offensive line in front of him. The defense is outstanding. Uh, The scary part is always going on the road to a a good home field like Lane Stadium, but it has not been as good since Justin Fuentes has been there because he's really underachieved with this program. It will be an orange out, so it's going to be a great crowd. I'm hoping... Since Carolina is only 171 miles away, uh, there'll be a lot of Tar Heel blue in that crowd, maybe three or four sections of Tar Heel blue. That's my hope. Uh, but I think the number is pretty close to being right. Um, I had a 12-point difference between the two teams. I can give five for home field for, for Virginia Tech, make, make North Carolina seven here. Kenny, let's go to uh, the other big boy matchup, Alabama-Miami. Uh, I have a play on this. I bet this is under 62, so I'd like your thoughts on that, but also just what you expect because the market obviously heavy in favor of the Crimson Tide. South Point game of the year line was 13. Massive opener was 17.5. We're up to 19.5 with a total of 61.5. Well, JVT, we always know defenses are ahead of the offenses. Yep. Uh, you know, when I first looked at this game, that's what I was thinking as well, and then I went back to my numbers and started to look um, and I was making a case. Uh, Alabama's defense is incredible. They they have the same type of rankings as Clemson. Third best D line, second best linebacking crew, best best secondary in the country. Uh, they're just so loaded on defense this year. And Bryce Young, there's a question mark. How good is he? But man, he's getting a lot of love in the Heisman uh, uh, pools, the future pools for Heisman Trophy. He's a second favorite now to win it. And I guess he should be. They have so much talent around him. The offensive line is great. The running backs are are studs and the wide receivers. Even losing three studs in the last two years in the first round, they still got some really great wide receivers. So um, my magazine score was 42 to 26, 68 points. Mm. I do lean a little bit to the over and the big reason. I can't see Alabama giving up 26, but. If somebody's going to get 26, it's going to be Derek King. This kid's a great quarterback. He's healthy. He had surgery January 4th. He vowed to be back for this game. And he was back at practice in July. He's 100%. And this guy can put up points on the best defenses. So I think I think Miami will get their points. Uh, they got to get on the board first. And if they do, uh, the game goes over. If JVT, if you can keep Miami off the board early, the first quarter, maybe even halfway through the second quarter, then the game stays under. Nope. 
Kenny, uh, another one here. LSU and UCLA, of course, uh, the uh, a couple of things to, to take into consideration here. Uh, the fact that uh, LSU had to move their training, right? They had to go uh, go to Texas to train and get ready for this game and travel. Uh, you know, so a different routine for them. But UCLA, with a game under their belt already, albeit against uh, a Hawaii game, they really dominated. So a lot of folks thought that game would be closer than it was. Uh, but now UCLA and LSU. LSU down to two and a half in this one. Uh, this was a game of of the year as well uh, for us here at the South Point. Open two, got bet up to three, three and a half. Uh, we used four when we reopened it, uh, and now down to two and a half. LSU, UCLA, total 65 and a half, by the way. Hey, great number to open with, you know, LSU too, and they came out, you know, applaud you guys for that because I would have thought you were going to say we open LSU like seven, seven and a half. <laughs> Reputation alone, LSU was a national champion two years ago. UCLA hasn't been able to stop anybody on defense for 10 years, so um, great job with that. The, my, my, my worry is my power ratings have these two teams pretty equal now because I raised up UCLA a point and a half after the Hawaii game. Um, I've dropped LSU two and a half points because Max Johnson is the starting quarterback now because of the injury. Miles Brennan was injured. Uh, so I think Brennan is the better quarterback. Johnson did play a lot last year. He won a big game at Florida. He did really well. The kid's a stud. I don't think he's as good as Brennan. So taking those points off, this is a pretty equal game, but I, I was very shocked to watch the Hawaii game. There's more people in the South Point watching you guys right now uh, on set than there were, I think, in the stands at Pasadena. I was so shocked when I saw that, but I thought, you know what? Hey, it's California, and that's, they're probably not letting people in, but that wasn't the case. It's nobody wants to go because of COVID, and nobody likes the Bruins and the way they've been playing. Maybe after that big win, they'll get a bigger crowd this weekend. Nothing stirs the blood, right, like a beatdown of Hawaii. Maybe people get out there. Kenny White, good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Thanks for having well me, done, guys. Buddy. Good to see you. Yeah, you got it. Again, follow him on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm <laughs> telling you, the social media campaign is absolutely fantastic. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty of to get to. Vinny, you're a red-blooded American, and it is time to get behind our country. This is a big time for the good old U.S. of A coming up today. Of course. Every day is a great day to be an American, JVT. We're talking soccer, baby, when we come back. in the desert from the oddstrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Go to oddstrader.com, download the free oddstrader app right now, and start winning with up to the second info that you need. Vinny Maiulo is here. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Matt Humans. Humans back Monday? Monday. Yeah, okay. Right. That's right. You never know around here. You know I mean? <laughs> never know. <laughs> He's down where the turf meets the surf. Delmar? Delmar. How, like, okay. What are we talking about here? Like, Do I really need to get down there? Oh, JVT. 
Listen. Now, I know they do things like they've, they've kind of – what I have applauded them for in mm-hmm. the past because I do know a little bit is they have tried to attract – like different crowds, right? I think that like a, and this is like a couple of years ago, but like Dead Mouse concert, like things Con- like that. Concerts like- Friday evening, uh, late is they have Twilight Post. Um, it's just a great setting, and yeah. again, it's a it's a sporting event. And if you like, uh, if you you got to take a little sh- a little chance on some horse racing. James. Well, I do. Like, and right. I have I have I think I've been on like three races in my life, and one of them was um, I always get this wrong, Justify. Justified the the horse. Justified, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was the Kentucky. I cleaned up that Kentucky Derby. Yeah, okay. Not because the massive favorite actually won, and I included them in like everything. But yeah. all right. Well, but see. regardless, I do enjoy a good horse race every once in a while. Well, it's good. It's good down there. I mean, it's nice. It's a nice setting. Uh, you got great restaurants right across the street. A lot to do right now. It's, Southern Cal. Yeah. It's Delmar. I yeah. JVT. When do they open till? Uh, Monday's closing day. Oh, okay. So yeah. I got to wait till next time, huh? Or they have a fall meet. Ooh, this fall well. meet in uh, October. You should go early October. Ooh, a couple of couple of uh, boutique meets around the country. That one, and then at some point you got to have to get to Keeneland in okay. the fall and or and then the spring. Okay, Delmar's so, the first though, but right? Delmar's Del the top. Yeah, of but yeah, so it's right here. You can All drive right. there. Get the boys together. Me and you must Definitely. take a road trip, huh? No doubt. Do, do a show maybe from from Delmar. God. How about that? There you go. Brian Rogers, two things. One, book that. Other one, I'm taking time off in October. So just just so you know, Brian Rogers, our executive producer, I'm sure he's writing it down. Uh, so a lot going on today. Think yes. about what this day is today for, for a second. So we have college football kicking off mm-hmm. in the full swing, right? We, we get Ohio State, Minnesota. We get Boise mm-hmm. State, UCF, right? We have a lot going on today in the world of college football. And those are just the big games. We have a ton of contests actually later today that have been added on the board. We also have baseball. Mentioned, right, a lot of big games in terms of series and the weight that they sure. carry. Mm-hmm. There's some of the later card, not so much later today. It's a short, it's a short card, and the two games this morning were mm-hmm. more, more important, but still baseball. And the other is, so I don't know, I, I'm going to tell you this right now, Vinny. This year, I'm, I'm expanding. I'm getting out of You're, not just my weight in my waist, but, like, I'm expanding in terms of my love for things. Your horizons? Yeah, my horizons. All right. Big on soccer now. Big soccer guy. Literally and figuratively. And totally down with this qualifying run that the U.S. men's team is about to make today. Which starts this evening. Against uh, El Salvador. That's right. Pretty big favorites, too. Like uh, better than three to one. Two dollars eighty cents. What I saw for USA on three-way line, three sixty on the draw, seven fifty on El Salvador. Now I don't want to spend a lot of time breaking down the actual matchup between USA and El Salvador, but I do think it's a pretty interesting conversation. In this is the path to the World Cup, and I do wonder because this is a men's team that is better than last time around. Right? They had a really good summer. Uh, won that uh, Concacaf League. Won the Gold Cup. There's a lot of young talent. They're inexperienced, but they're better, right? They have Very key young, guys right. that have played in leagues all around the world, good leagues too. But I do wonder mm-hmm. from a World Cup perspective, like what does that mean for you guys if this team actually makes this run and makes it, makes it to a World Cup from a handle perspective? I would think an audience gets much more engaged stateside if the U.S. men's team is actually in the tournament. Good, uh, good question um, because the difference when they're in and when they're not, I mean, not right. that it's not just that, that folks are, are, are going to support them in futures and things like that, uh, JBT, but in the matches themselves because people are going to tune in, you know, and if they're tuning in, they're, gonna, they're inclined to, to make a, make a wager right. too. So, um, um, there's no doubt that when the USA is involved, um, then you know the USA women they drive the handle in in the Olympics and in mm-hmm. the Women's World Cup. So uh, the fact that uh, the men, if, uh, if the men can qualify and get in, 
uh, then that's certainly going to add to the handle. By the way, no Christian uh, Pulisic. Uh, Did not travel. Yep, right. had so a positive COVID finished. test. Yeah. Working his way back. They so. come back. They play in Nashville on Sunday against mm-hmm. Canada. Yes. So we'll see maybe if he can make that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is going to be a lot. How about this, though, by the way? So they're on the road. So this is like a true road environment for them against El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Stadium open eight and a half hours prior to kick. So they're going to be ready. No uh, kids under 13 allowed. <laughs> oh. You talk about anarchy and what's going to be like in those stands tonight. It's going to be insane. Go, go for it. Go get in that hostile environment. Get used to it, right? Yeah. I mean, you talk about you know getting uh, getting yourself primed. Listen, you got to be physically ready, but you've also got to be emotionally ready as well. So they're going to get it there. Right? Oh, it's going to be <laughs> two quite and a half different. for tonight's total, JVT. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think shaded to the under about a buck twenty-five. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, it's look. There's college football on tonight. It's going to be a really big battle. Do I watch? Do I watch Eastern Washington and UNLV, or do I watch? the U.S. men's team. You're watching both. Taking El Salvador. That's what right. Both? Got two teams. Right here. They kick the kid out. Go to your room. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. We got plenty left to get to. Uh, let's take a look at that. Uh, those late games in Major League Baseball. Boston on the road taking on Tampa Bay. Finally took one from them yesterday. Erod on the hill. Not great results, but some really good numbers. My guys in the desert here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Guide's only $19.99 available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishers, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access. Get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. A quick update as we get into the Major League Baseball card. Not the greatest later today, uh, but there are some games that carry weight for some. Top of the eighth inning, the Milwaukee Brewers taking on the San Francisco Giants. What was the journey of this line today? Because I saw an opener of San Francisco, $1.55 favor with Logan Webb taking on one Eric Lauer and the Brew Crew, Vinny. $1.50, okay. JVT, and uh, closed $1.85. So wow. a big move to the Giants. Right, because they can't, there's no way they can get swept. They can't lose four in a row to it's the all, Brewers. I mean, right? it's impossible, also, right? I guess it's impossible, but uh, you know, this is a Milwaukee team that has won. 82 games and leads their division by, what, 10, Very 10 games? And, and uh, yes. pretty good in their own right. You know, humans and I talked about this yesterday where the market was kind of getting a little too strong, I thought, on San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Anderson had some pretty poor outings. and He only pitched two innings. And I thought it was a question today about Milwaukee, who I think they got, what, seven innings out of their bullpen yesterday. So yep. what they were going to look like today. But regardless, you were talking like – what a dollar seventy five dollar eighty on them yesterday, San Francisco. Yeah. So it's a pretty good Milwaukee team. Oh, this uh, this uh, Brewer team is uh, uh, is actually yesterday it got up to that. We got bet they they yeah, bet, bet, up, they bet right? the Giants yesterday from dollar forty all the way up again. So, um, but I also think it's it, that's the strength of the Brewers, though. JBT is mm-hmm. that is their their pitching right. So, um, uh, to your point too, not looking back. I mean they're. Uh, very comfortably, and they just they grind. They they do what they have to do, and uh, they were down one. Giants were up one nothing in this game, and um, the Brewers uh, come back and tied it, and now here they are on the verge of sweeping. 
the Giants. And now the Dodgers uh, in first place. They caught the, uh, yep. you know, it was the Giants uh, that couldn't get uh, caught. The Dodgers couldn't catch them. The Dodgers were playing hot, but it was uh, they were equally as hot uh, in San Francisco, but not the case anymore. I think they've lost four in a row, actually. Yeah, Logan Webb uh, on the hill for the Giants doing his job. Uh, he had a good day today. Again, Logan Webb's been incredible. Seven innings pitched, just four hits, one earned run. Um, that was it. Ten strikeouts, yeah. too, over 92 pitches. He's been absolutely fantastic. Lauer matched him, though. Seven innings strong, not as many strikeouts, just four, but held the lineup down of the San Francisco Giants to three hits and one earned run. So right now, Man. you've got Rodgers on the hill. See if the Giants can uh, work this and maybe get a lead, a 2-1 lead potentially, but it's the Brewers on or at the plate, I should say. So yep. top of the eighth inning. Eight. Big one, too, because uh, as you mentioned, San Francisco now all of a sudden finds themselves in that uh, wild card spot as opposed to comfortably in control of the NL West. And don't look now, Vinny, but you know what starts tomorrow? Their last series with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers. So you uh, you don't want to go into that series in bad form against Los Angeles. So with that, let's talk about the two bigger games today, at least in terms of what it means for Mm -hmm. some teams that are going to be on the field. And then we'll talk about the other ones and, uh, you know, maybe uh, get some insight on those. But Boston and Tampa Bay want to start here because Shane McClanahan is going to get the start here for Tampa Bay. You get Eduardo Rodriguez on the other side. Uh, First off, your opener here at the South Point and uh, where we're at right now between these two AL East clubs. Dollar 50, now up to 57 presently, JVT. But it's actually been a pretty decent two-way uh, so far. So it hasn't been as uh, like a, a huge move like we've seen in some of the uh, some of the games earlier today. The uh, one we just referenced with the uh, uh, the Giants moving up 35 cents. So a little move here to the Rays at a dollar 57 presently, and uh, the total on this one from eight to now seven and a half over favored there, and uh, the Rays plus a quarter. On the uh, on the run line, they, yeah. they can cover the two. Yeah, and the, you know, yesterday it was interesting because you had the Chris Sale start, and the market actually the Boston opens up yeah. as a slight favorite. Market corrects it. I thought the Rays should have been favored. They're just, the, I think, the better team even with Sale on the hill. Uh, and ultimately, they do lose that game. Mm-hmm. It, this is fascinating because Eduardo Rodriguez, Vinny, if you look at some of his numbers, he's been one of those guys that if you look at him in terms of like the underlying analytics, you expect you know some solid stuff. Season ERA is five point one two, but his expected fielding independence under three and a half at three point four eight. And, like, if you just look at it, if I told you there's a pitcher out there who strikes out over 10.5 guys every nine innings, 27.5% of the batters he faces, induces a swinging str- a swing, right, on pitches inside the strike zone of 11.6%, and he only walks, like, two and a half guys every nine innings, like, that's a guy that you really want. Yeah. But it hasn't been the case for Eduardo Rodriguez. Really unlucky on balls in play. And, like, if you're talking about a price like this in the range of what we're talking about, plus 147, it would be, I think that is the realm which you would play Eduardo Rodriguez. It's just the numbers can only say so much. The results finally have to show up, and they just haven't for him. Well, they haven't. And, again, part of the overachieving, if you will, of, of mm-hmm. the Red Sox this year was, was really their, their hitting, their young players, and their pitching. Well, yeah, they, were getting, on, right? they were getting I mean, a lot from some right. guys you were not expecting. Like you were just, you're thinking, how does this, you know, when is this team going to fade? Well, they, they cooled up, but now they're, they're, they're back in it, and they're playing a lot better in the last uh, week and a half. But uh, to your point, JVT, it's just it's it's a different a whole set of different circumstances when you're playing this Rays team who just finds way. I mean they play you want to play uh, you know a long ball fine mm-hmm. you want to play small ball they're very versatile right. Uh, but Rodriguez here value maybe also if you look at it where look they they they're fighting for their playoff lives now right. I mean it's not gonna I don't think that uh, they're gonna catch the Rays not gonna catch the Yankees uh, necessarily but. You know what? Fighting for their for their playoff lives. They know that the A's held on today and uh, uh, won their game against uh, Detroit. So 
uh, you know, you, you look at that, and if it keeps uh, trending towards the race, well, to your uh, to your point, maybe a consideration for uh, Rodriguez and the Sox. Yep, you see the AL wild card standings today. Uh, the Athletics, of course, get that win uh, today, earlier, against the Detroit Tigers. They're one and a half games back of Boston, so Boston's still trying to maintain that spot. At one point, uh, comfortably, at one point, favored to win this division, the Boston Red Sox. Oh, pretty considerable, uh, Jay. Right. Because, it looked, you know, again, they were they were the surprise, right? They were the surprise in the, in the American League, and the Giants were the surprise. Uh, in the National League, and neither have gone away. I yep. mean, they're there. They're uh, they're in the playoff. Uh, uh, they're in the playoffs right now. And again, look at this this Mariner team and these Jays. They just yep. they won't go away either. Both four and a half games uh, uh, out in terms of. Uh, uh, the the, uh, the wild card spot. So hey. good, good, good. It's good for business too. When 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 teams are involved from our side of the counter, uh, it just adds to the handle. The other worth mentioning, of course, that the Atlanta Braves will uh, continue. Yep. They're on the road and they will take on Chichi Gonzalez and the Colorado Rockies. Uh, so this is a big one, and not for the Rockies. Rockies suck, but Atlanta. Just a perilous now one-and-a-half game lead over the Philadelphia Phillies, who won earlier today in comeback fashion. They were down 6 nothing for those who didn't see, and won 7-6. to six. Yep. Chichi Gonzalez is on the hill. Uh, he's just been sent to slaughter. Each of the last two seasons, ERA is over 6. Hasn't really gone well. Soft toss it out there. You expect the Braves to be a pretty decent favorite to sign on the hill for them, too, and that is the case, right? Yep, $1.50, $1.49 here at the South Point, uh, JBT, on the uh, dime line, with, on the penny line with the dime straddle. But, believe it or not, m- more money coming in uh, on the Rockies here. We opened a 55 uh, on, the, on the Braves, but I suspect that will change as we get further into the afternoon. Looks like a boring game. Total's only 12 and a half. 12. Come on. <laughs> in Colorado. Yeah. All right, Chris Andrews is going to be with us when we come back and discuss everything Chris has looked at from the perspective of college football. Get started today, man. Big schedule today in college football. We'll take a look at Saturday as well with Chris on the other side. in the desert live from the oddtrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to oddtrader.com download the free oddtrader app right now start winning with up to the second info that you need. Alright, full desk here. Myself, Jonathan Von Tobel, Vinny Mayulo are in for the day. Chris Andrews has some time. Decided to stop by the studio. What's up, man? How you feeling? How was the trip? You went and got Jimmy Vaccaro back on. He looked great. <laughs> he did. He did great. A little shaky on takeoff, uh, but after that, everything was fine. So he, he did perfectly. You know, I got to tell you, I'm not. I'm not afraid of flying, but I am not relaxed when I fly. Like I just sit there and I'm like, yeah, let's let's get this bad boy back on the ground. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. I have no problem at all. Everybody wonders because a lot of times I wind up driving from one arena or L.A. I hate dealing with airports. Yeah, I hate that. Now when you fly with Michael gone. You don't have to deal with an airport. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> that looked like yeah. a terrible Southwest flight you guys had, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. I love Southwest Were you in the A group, Chris? No, uh, I, 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 I was in a C. <laughs> I got a middle seat. No, I like just... it. So, well, I mean, it's got to be happy. Jimmy Vicaro's back, and college oh, yeah. football is here. I mean, what is, so what's the atmosphere like for you, and what has the action been like today? Vinny well, said it's been pretty steady for Oh, you. it's been fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's been great. Well, first of all, we've got a really good game tonight. Yep. Uh, Minnesota and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Great two-way action at the 14. 
Uh, we opened it lower. I think we opened it 13. We got bet up to 14, but now at 14, terrific two-way action. I think we might even wind up at 13 and a half by post time. There's a lot of money coming in on Minnesota. I think Minnesota's going to give them a good game. I don't know if they can beat them, but, uh, you know, listen, you've been watching college football a long time. There's a lot of upsets every week. I think Minnesota has a chance to win and definitely a chance to cover this number. Well, it's an Ohio State team. with like That's the interesting part about this year is a lot of the teams have so much returning talent. They do. But it's the good teams that have the turnover because all these guys go to the National Football League. You talk about Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson. All of them have, like, what, five or less guys returning on offense and what that looks like for them. I'm like really fascinated because you mentioned Minnesota. They got, what, 20 guys back? A really good offense. Uh, that's yeah. going to be really intriguing to see what that means. I remember when I first started doing my college football numbers, I usually don't start at the top. I start like in the middle so I can kind of get my footing a little bit. And I'm looking, oh, geez, you know, uh, you know, whatever it was. I think Iowa State. Not really the middle, but anyway, oh, they got like 22 returning starts. Yeah. <laughs> then you start looking, boy, everybody got 20 mm-hmm. returning starts. But as you said, you know, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, they don't but they've had so many five-star recruits over mm-hmm. the years. It doesn't seem to hurt them that much, and I don't think it's going to hurt them that much this year either. Chris, I'm glad you brought that up because we touched on it at the top of the hour with Kenny White. Doing the exercise so early this year, talk a little bit about that because it was, I think it was your earliest, uh, really, when you think. Might have been, yeah. You know what I mean, especially in the last couple of years. But doing that exercise, the added dynamic this year with the transfer portal in, in full swing. So share yeah. what, you know, some of the things. Well, you really helped me with that, well, I know you kept track of that pretty good, but, um, you know, at some point you just kind of have to throw your hands up in the air and say, you know, Ohio State is going to get this level of athlete. Yep. Um, uh, now, Iowa State, who have I mentioned, they're going to get a, a much lower level of athlete, but they've done a super job coaching some of those kids up. You know, Michigan State, uh, you know, certainly in, you know, before when they right. had uh, – Help me with the name. Uh, D'Antonio. D'Antonio. Nope. You know, he coached a lot of those kids up. He had a lot of three-star guys going against, you know, teams with five-star guys. He coached them up. Now, conversely, Michigan maybe got a lot of five-star guys. They haven't been coached up all that well. So sometimes you have to uh, just accept the fact that there's an equilibrium point, mm-hmm. and there's certainly fluctuation within that. And we see a team like Iowa State, I keep mentioning, who rose up beyond what their expectations ordinarily would be. And some guys fall less. Texas, of course, has not been that competitive in the last seven, eight years. Uh, so there, we do have that. But uh, at some point, you just have to, like I said, you throw your hands up in the air, do the best you can. Can't go from there. So I mentioned your angle. So let's say kind of building on the lack of returning starters, but of course immense talent for these really good teams, right? Yeah. You know, I, I think what I'm interested to see is like a, a team like Ohio State, a team like Georgia, for example, too, or Clemson. I mean, when you're looking at them, I, I think like week ones are intriguing because I agree, like big picture, those kids are going to get better. Like by the time we get to the end of the year, they're going to be Clemson and Ohio State, exactly what we expect. But I do find interesting these week one spots against really good competition as you're breaking in the new talent. It might be really good talent, but it, the lack of continuity and what that means for them in the first game of the season, right? Like, that's what I'm really interested by. Well, you mentioned two two teams in two games where I, I happen to like the dog, certainly with mm-hmm. the points. Minnesota, like I said, I think that's my numbers came to 10. At, now, I didn't open at 10 because right. I knew I'd get flooded on high uh, state money. I wasn't so smart when I opened the Alabama-Miami game. I opened yeah, 13, that one 13 right? and a half. Now I'm up to 19 and a half. I think we might have gone down to 19 uh, just very recently. But Again, you got a Minnesota, pretty good team, good coach, had some pretty good players. Miami, they had more returning starts at the line of scrimmage, offensive line of scrimmage, than any team in the country. And I think that means a lot. Now, Bama's had a terrific record 
opening week, you know, or Saban has, uh, he's dusted a lot of opponents. They may do it again this week. But I, I personally like both those dogs. I think they both yeah, certainly have a hell of a chance to cover that number. And, you know, certainly in the case of Minnesota, I think even a chance to maybe win the game. So I've used your guys' game of the year lines uh, as reference point for all of these because they've been up for a while. Mm-hmm. One of the games that Vinny and I have talked about that I'm fascinated by and I want your opinion on is going to get started in, what, an hour and ten minutes. The journey of this Central Florida game, right? Like you guys oh, – yeah. mm-hmm. You guys opened this up at 10. It got all the way as low as four. Yeah. Right? But, and now it's creeping its way back to that 10. You know, yeah. it's at six and a half right now. It's got a way to go to get to that 10. Probably won't get there. But, you know, the market is coming back in the other direction. So what is this? What has been pushing this to that six and a half? Well, you know, I, I do a, a spot occasionally with uh, Sean King mm-hmm. at night. Now, he was, he's been involved in that program. Uh, there's some great athletes down in, Central, in, in Florida, and Central Florida has gotten their share of those guys. I, I think that's a really good team myself. Now, they're playing Boise, a team that, I, you know, has really kind of dropped off in the yep. last four or five years. I think they're living on past laurels a little bit. Now, I, I spent a lot of my life and a lot of my career in Reno, so I saw Boise when they were a big sky team, you know, nice Pretty good Big Sky team. Then all of a sudden they emerged into the national picture. Uh, now I think they're coming back to the pack a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think, uh, like I said, I think their reputation kind of precedes them. And I think uh, UCF, I think that's a pretty good team. I don't know if we're going to get back to 10 on this game, but no. we do see this number creeping back up. I can't wait. And I couldn't agree more, by the way, Vinny. Like the, I think the Mountain, Mountain West for sure is caught up with Boise State. There's, yeah. oh, there, there's sure. th- three other teams that could totally win this conference. Uh, but the fact that the market is moving back, I have my questions about Avalos and what this team is going to be this year. And, like, Bachmeyer's a good quarterback, but I'm not sure what you're going to get out of him, too. Well, you got Utah State, for mm-hmm. sure, is one of them. Fresno's the other one. But to Chrissy's point, too, about UCF and, and, and how they can recruit. And the, Gus Malzahn, I think, added to yeah. that uh, this year, too, to that recruiting class as well. In fact, you know, getting off on the right foot and starting here against a quality opponent, you know, sure. a recognized oh, yeah. opponent and uh, uh, for uh, for your first game of the season. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that they uh, they did, you know, they, listen, up and down the ladder you go as a, as a Bookmaker, right, Chris? Yeah, we're we're in decent shape with this yeah. game. You know, when we do put up those games of the year, we tend to move them a little quick. Oh, yeah. sure. You know, because I have to accept the fact that you know there's guys out there. Friend of the show, Paul Stone. Some of those guys know. Who's here? Yeah. yeah. I saw. I had dinner with him last night. Uh, sometimes those guys know more than I do about certain teams, so I have to respect the moves. But now that it's out and the numbers gotten beaten around a little bit, I'm a little more slow to move the number, especially around a key number like a six. Um, but we we've had good action. I think right now. Uh, you know, I certainly was exposed to a middle, but not not quite so much now. We've got pretty good two-way play on this one. All right, so we have a lot of games on Saturday as well. Then uh, there's anywhere we could go with any one of these, but let's start with the, the other highlight game that we have yet to discuss, LSU and UCLA. Mm-hmm. And, and this is obviously, I mean, the fact that it's with the time that it's played, it's on a Saturday. Uh, I would expect a lot more action to come in on this in the next 24 hours. Where are you guys at right now with this one? We just went down to two and a half on yeah. this game, and I see the screen is up to date. Yeah, just yeah. in the last hour maybe, something like that. So that, that's another one, JVT. I think I opened this game LSU 2. Mm-hmm. I think we got bet all the way up to mm-hmm. four and a half was a high watermark. And now since then, it's been a steady attack on UCLA. A couple things involved. LSU lost their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, Naturally, the whole world knows they had hurricane issues, and I know they moved out of there. But as I've been saying from the beginning, there's kids on this LSU team. They're going to wonder about friends, loved ones, Family, sure. you know, all Personal sorts effects, of issues right. uh, going on in Louisiana. Um, you know, so I think that has to weigh on your mind a little bit if you're one of those kids. And uh, just the disruption, you know, because they're used to 
right. practicing in Baton Rouge and flying out to Pasadena and playing the game. Now things are just a little bit different. I think all that helps UCLA. And by the way, I like UCLA to begin with okay. uh, going into this game in this year. I think, you know, Chip Kelly's, you know, had some uh, things go against him, and deservedly so. His reputation, I think, has been sullied a little bit. But now these kids have been there for, what, this is his fourth year? Fourth year, yep. Mm-hmm. So these are his guys. And uh, let's not forget, he has had some success, certainly uh, at Oregon, and not so much in the pros. But I think this guy's going to figure it out, and I think this might be a really big game for them. And I, I think UCLA's going to have a pretty good year. What do you think, uh, big picture-wise, of LSU? I'm really curious, just because Eddie O is chasing the ghost of the championship team. If you look at the coordinators he's brought in again this year, yeah. uh, ties to both his offensive and defensive coordinator the year they won the national championship. Uh, I, just, I was really turned off by that last year. You, lo- you lose those two guys, Aranda and Brady, and it just falls off like that. Yeah. Uh, that is troubling to me. Listen, Eddie O is known as a fantastic recruiter, a fantastic <laughs> motivator, too. Does that always translate to a great coach? <laughs> right. It really doesn't. I mean, he's kind of failed as a coach a couple of times. Now, he did have that one magical season. Now, let's not forget, he also had Joe Burrow that year, right. too. And some great coordinators, you know. And uh, I, I, I don't – I hate to say he's on the hot seat, but he might be a little bit. Those LSU fans, I don't think, are that uh, accepting of a losing season. So, I think Eddie O might, might be in a little bit of a – Again, I don't want to say the hot seat yet, but if he has a poor year this year, then I think he will find himself on the hot seat next year. Yeah. That UCLA having a game under a belt going yeah. into this too, mm-hmm. I think is contributing to some of the so many interests, albeit against Hawaii, not the greatest. But if you asked Eddie O, uh, would he have rather have had a game coming in? So probably so. Yeah. yeah, and l- listen, UCLA looked really good. They, you know, they, yeah. they dominated you know, I'm sure the game. They worked dominated. out a few yeah. things that uh, you can't quite get done in practice, but they had that game and you know against. You know, an opponent fairly weak, but I, you know, a lot of people kind of thought Hawaii was going to be pretty good this yep. year. They're another well-coached team. I'm not sure how much talent they have. Evidently, not that much. But uh, you know, I think that that was a game that probably really helped UCLA. Like I said I liked UCLA from the beginning, and I see no reason not to like them even more now. Yeah, well, the strengths were there, right? Running game was there, pass mm-hmm. rush was there, things you expected from UCLA, which is always positive. All right, Chris, we're up against it. Thanks for stopping in. That's man. it. That's it. That's all I have. You want to stick around? Stick around. around? Huh? You're not. I got work to do. <laughs> all right, second hour. My guys, Desert coming up next. <laughs>